believe that for the last, oh, I don't know, week and a half, I've been mm -hmm. saying, everyone, welcome to the Kind of Funny Morning Show. It's August 20th, and finally someone's like, it's September. <laughs> we're, ne we're not only like, dude, we didn't just t scratch the surface of September. We we're are. almost done with September, Scarpino. Get your shit together. Nothing about what you said oh just now God. rang any, like, warning bells. No, right, head. exactly. I was like, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's August. Totally it's clearly August. August. No, 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 no. We, August came and went. August is in the past. We are in September. It is September 20th. We are just vastly approaching one of my favorite holidays, if not my all-time favorite holiday, which is, of course, Halloween. Halloween. That's right. Uh, I, I like to say the Halloween series was uh, season was designed for me because it's bookended by my two favorite holidays. And then, of course, the, uh, the icing on the cake, or the fondant, as some people like to say, is, of course, my birthday, which is in January. Oh. Nobody likes fondant. Nobody likes fondant. fondant. And I'll it's tell you, fondant. Gross, it's fondant, it? Nick. It's disgusting. It is. It is disgusting. Yeah, but it and looks I'll, real pretty. It does not look pretty. I'll actually argue frosting's prettier. Fondant is like it's too perfect. It's just it it's it looks like fucking uh, play doh. Play doh. It's disgusting. Uh, we are, of course, I should, I should note, joined by a special guest today. All day today, we are graced with the magical presence of Mr. Brandon Jones. He is over in the corner because he doesn't want to fully commit to being on these shenanigans. I also really like Halloween, and my birthday is also in January. So. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, I'm January 13th. When are you? 20th. 20th, okay. Yeah. I think my friend Ty's birthday is the 20th. On the same day. Uh, is it? I'll let you celebrate first. Okay, cool. Okay. That's fantastic. Uh, I will say this. The reason why uh, cakes and frosting and all these things are in my mind right now. Uh-huh. Well, Brandon's going to be on Kind of Funny Games Daily and Gamescast today, so you can look for that. Woo! And we're going to be talking a lot of Red Dead, so keep keep your eyes out for that. Um, is because, because of GOG yesterday, Andy mentioned two shows. Uh-huh. You guys did not watch live. You really missed out because we had a great conversation about a show that Andy watched in Britain about naked people. But, we're, <laughs> but we'll save that for next week when that goes live. <coughs> he also brought up a show that I have I have have had in my peripherals for a while. Okay. It's been I've been we've been orbiting around each other for a while. Mm. But I have not deigned to land on said show, and vice versa. Got it. Uh, the Great British Baking <gasps> Show. Great British Bake Off, so good. Wait. Did you start from the beginning? Fuck no. I started in season five. I don't care. I want the new shit. I want no. the new shit. Daddy wants the new shit. You have to appreciate Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood. Listen. No, their old hosts are so much better than their new hosts. Have you watched this show? Clips. Yeah, just it's, like a scene here and there. It's just a wholesome, yeah. good show. It is the antithesis of everything that is American, which is probably why I respond. I like it a lot. It's such a uniquely different vibe than the shows we have here, yeah, where people are kind of shitty to each other, and it's, and it's so competitive, hyper competitive, yeah. and like when people leave the show, they just leave in tears, and you can tell that their life's never going to be as good as it was mm -hmm. when they were on that show. Yeah. Nor should it be because they're fucking failures, and they deserve okay. to just yeah. fucking go away <laughs> and, and, and never be in the public eye again. Clearly, you need to watch one Great British Bake Off. The Great British Bake Off is just a lovely. They're in a tent. Everything's yeah. well lit. In like the English countryside. And they go like this, like the, the second episode of season five, they were like this. And now you're challenged today. And like kind of dramatic, not really dramatic music, but just kind of like a little tension building music. And it builds, it builds, it builds. And the host stops for a second and goes, biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just have to cook biscuits for like, for like an hour. Mm -hmm. It is fucking so great. Like the first episode of season five, they have to make these uh, uh, fruit cakes, fruity cakes as they call them, fruity cakes. Spongy fruity cakes. It's great. It's, it's just so good. It's just so beautiful. And even the people that left the show were like, "Yeah, I get." Like it's so quaintly British. They yeah. get they get kicked off. They're like, 
To be honest with you, I can I see why done, they picked yeah. this. I could have done a little better, but they made the right choice. And oh, the, in America, the people are like, you know, we're, yeah. they're trying not to fucking off themselves when they get kicked off these shows because oh, they're just right. shamed. But they're yeah, shamed. What, what I think is so funny about the Great British Bake Off is that they're always so hard on themselves during the process, like, and so worried about everything, like, oh my gosh, I'm, is it going to work and all this stuff, versus like the American version is like, well, mine's better than that one and that one sucks. Oh no, they're it's all like, ca- It's all like all way more introspective. In oh yeah. Of like, it's like, Almost competition with yourself to be as good as what you did, like at home when you practice or whatever. It's interesting too because I don't know how they pull people for the Bake Off, but they're not bakers; they're not professionals. Which I love. It's like, oh yeah, I have like a day job as an accountant. Yeah, this like one guy's a finance guy. The one kid that's on is nineteen years old, Mm -hmm. and he's like, I learned how to bake for my mom. I've been baking for like four years, and he's he doesn't have like he's got really good elements, but he doesn't have the actual like like, the technical, like the technical. Yeah, and man, they do the technical challenge, and I'm like, that's easy. And people just fail because they don't really give you. They only give you like base instructions, and you have to they figure may, it out. Dur- Glad you asked. During the biscuit, <laughs> did ask. <laughs> <laughs> During the biscuit challenge, mm-hmm. they have to make fortune cookies, and I finally saw how they actually do that, and I'm like, that's oh. fascinating. They fold them into a taco. Mm-hmm. They said basically, here's how you do the things, but they don't tell them how to make the shape. Oh. But they give them the hint of you have to use the rim of a glass. So people are like folding these over the rim of the glass, like I don't understand how to get this shape. What you have to do is fold it into a taco first and then bend it quickly over the glass and then put it in a cupcake pan so it keeps the shape. Genius. What did they think you had to do? No one could figure, like people weren't good at the Oh, they thought the they had to like form it around the side of yeah, the Yeah, they were like, something. some people were doing it this way, some people, to put it in context, some people were like, they Sorry, were, they were bending it <laughs> and then folding it over this mm. way, but instead of, they just couldn't, like one person just, uh, just sh- like two people just shit the bed completely on trying to get the shape. Yeah. The old woman that was in it was just made a dumpling. Do you have an example in front of you so you can like see the shape? If you gave, no. Oh. I mean, you have to know what a fortune cookie looks like. Cause like, I could tell you what it looks like, but having one in front of you so you could like see the exact. Reverse engineer it. Yeah, exactly. It was hard. Some people figured it out. Some people did not figure it out. Mm. And it was brutal. You have to start from the beginning because I'm going to be very upset if you don't understand the relationship between Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood. Who is Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood? Are they're those not, the two? They're t- the two like main judges. Yeah. Which, are they still on the show? I think season yeah. five they bring in new show. No, they, the guy, I think Paul Hollywood's the guy because because one of the guys like, Paul Hollywood it, shook my hand. Was it like an older, like a grandma very, looking woman? An amazingly dressed, like fabulously dressed grandma looking woman who was unbelievably styled and then a is guy who needs to stop using um, gel in his hair. Is her? Uh no, that is not her. Okay, that Mary is Berry is a British national treasure. I I think they so the two hosts because is it the one you're watching has like Noel Fielding, like the comedian. Yeah, he's kind guy. of a British rocker looking dude. Yeah, so they used to have two different hosts, uh, like the host of the actual show, and then they had two different judges. The two hosts and one of the judges left after season four, so you have Paul Hollywood and like essentially three new cast members. Okay. Um, I'll, I'm gonna probably work my way through this because it's it's so beautiful. I'm so mad that Andy's not here because Andy also a great or a huge Great British Bake Off fan. I don't know if he's awake. Call Andy Cortez. Call Andy. I guess we're gonna find out. You have to go back because there's one dramatic scene in a season. I bet it's not the whole. Thing. I bet it's not that dramatic though. That's but why it's I love perfectly show. Britishly dramatic. That's why I love this show. Because it's British drama is like it's all subtext. <laughs> it's not actually explicitly stated. But this is like actually kind of dramatic. 
I wish Andy would answer a super Any great British Bake Off fans out there know exactly what Is it that hard? It's like a millennial thing, you know? Like, I always answer my phone. I have to. These, they, I don't know. The project I subscriber you Love the message. Damn it. Pure disappointment. It is pure disappointment, ladies Always. and gentlemen. But the rest of the day is not going to be disappointment. The rest of the day is going to be a whip, bang, boom, just laugh riot. Uh, started kicking it off with the morning show. And then, of course, we have a special a guest, whip, Brandon. Bam, boom, yeah. laugh riot. Yeah, that's an old school saying. I don't know this. It sounds name. like the song from Greece. Ramalama Ding Dong. Uh-huh. Uh, your coffee smells amazing, by the way. Thank you. Uh, of course, this is the kind of funny morning show if you're watching live with us. Thank you so much. Just like Jonah8143 says, on Netflix, it should be easy to watch at least in the UK. But I, I think you're saying uh, the show that we're talking about is, in fact, yes, on Netflix. Uh, of course, if you're not watching this and you do watch The Great British Bake Off, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I call it Baking Show. I think show. it's so the, on Netflix, it's The yeah, Great British Baking it. Show because Bake Off is trademarked by Pillsbury, so they can't use the Fuck British you, title. Pillsbury. Actually, no, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to take that back. I like Pillsbury. You like the little doughboy? Yeah, I'm going to take it back. Like giggles, you know? I'm going to pull that anger back a little bit <laughs> because I don't know if they own Entenmann's. I don't. I have separate? no idea. If they don't own Entenmann's, fuck you, Pillsbury. <laughs> Pillsbury. Okay? Let the Brits be the Brits. If they do own Entenmann's, my bad. You just like those little powdered donuts? More than you could even <laughs> imagine. Unless they're dried out. When you take the, you know, when you're on craft service, sometimes they have the powdered donuts, but they've been sitting out for a while, and you put them in your mouth, and it sucks all the moisture out of your face into oh, the donut. And you're like, ah! It's because you all can't, the so you're, you're trying to swallow like... it, and someone's like, you look like a dog that took too big of a bite out of a fucking ball. You know? Yeah. All that peanut butter. <laughs> no, that's this. I'm talking about. What other dog impressions? Can when you the dog eats something that it knows it's not supposed to eat, and it's like rubber, and oh. it can't swallow, it's like. Yeah, you're like well, now I have to like figure Portillo out how to do did yesterday. On a dog. You gotta three take times. it, and just shake it really fast, so the thing spits out of its mouth. No, uh, so no, Portillo does it all the time. Portillo all will the walk time. over, he'll just look at something and be like, "Clearly, I can't eat that," and then immediately eat it, and then go. Yeah, three walk. times yesterday, I had to like shove my hand into his mouth and pull something out. No idea what it was. I refused to look because no. I would rather not know. I've seen him eat like, bugs. Greg and Jen, come back on Friday. Oh, you got two more days. You're not allowed to like oh, kill yourself. God, I love Portillo. it. Portillo, stay alive for two more days. Oh, man. All right. Uh, this episode of the Kind of Funny Morning Show is brought to you by Slack and Simply Safe. We'll read those later when we give away two games. Uh, right now, let's go into some housekeeping. Housekeeping? You want me to jerk you off? What kind of hotel is this? Let's hop on housekeeping. I noticed that a lot of you were appreciating the party that we had yesterday. We're going to keep that party going. Oh, my gosh. Here it is right here. This is the last of the good stuff. They don't sell this vintage anymore of DC. A vintage 2018. This is a a 2018 uh, vintage. It's a a September or August, depending on what state of mind I'm in. Vintage. We're just going to do that right here. Uh, Of course... If you're watching along with us in our Spider-Man in review series, uh, we are up to Spider-Man, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, which came out this morning, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, very good. Interesting watch, I will say. Brandon, how long has it been since you've seen The Amazing Spider-Man starring Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone? Years, but as long as we're talking Netflix new stuff, yeah. Spider-Man 3's on there. you, uh, you got to do that. We, uh, well, we did that last week. We did that last week. Have, oh, no. I'm not saying you have to review oh, that. That's kind of funny. You mm-hmm. as a human being. Should watch Spider-Man three again. How long has it been since yes. you? How yes. long has it been since you watched it? Since Spider-Man three, yeah. a long, long time. Would you believe that if you go back and watch it upon second viewing later, it's actually worse? I don't know about worse because nothing compares to being in the theater and just seeing that house of cards come crashing down. <laughs> but it's it's fascinating because actually, like it, the best moment is the first minute. 
and then the next worst is the second minute, and then it just slaloms straight There's down. There's no the redemption. Film. It just goes. Even to the point where they had him do his own hair at one scene, where he's like, Yeah. That's better. Like, no, it's not. It's but, not yeah, better. That's like the go-to scene to make fun of that movie, and you're, you're really shortchanging yourself. There's so many other opportunities to make fun of that film. He throws oh, a gr- no. He throws a grenade just at James Franco's face. Doesn't yeah. even care. I love it. Doesn't give a shit. Should have just totally killed him. But it Spider-Man since it came out. I saw that. Uh, mm. Theaters, that was it. Well, if you guys want to you guys want to watch along with us, of course, we are doing Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man 2 is next week, and then we're going to round it off with Venom. Rank all of those movies, of course. We should probably take it uh, that, huh? Yeah, we should probably get on that. Let's just do it later. Don't worry about it. And of course, now. if uh, if you're playing that. along and with uh, Spider-Man PS4, it's Spider-Man month. We're loving Spider-Man. We're all about Spider-Man. Uh, if you guys want to back us the fan mail tier on either of our Patreons, we're getting giving away this exclusive uh, PS4 shirtless Spider-Man cover. And over on our Patreon Prime, we are giving away an exclusive Panda Musk art. Go to the next one, Kev. Now, are we uh, giving it away? If you're backing us the fan mail tier. Okay. We are giving you an yeah. exclusive art. Uh, what? Print. Art print. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. Oh. I'm going to get through it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, kids. Let's, let's save all the questions for after this, okay? Let me just get through this one read. Uh, we're giving this exclusive Panda Musk inspired and painted, uh, Sheila Spider Man inspired, I should say, art print. Uh, those are coming hot into your mailbox, uh, which I'm, I'm assuming are still on fire since everyone has been delivered champ headshots from last month. And boy, oh, oh boy. We got three more to send out. Yeah. Because we needed to print more because I went a little crazy with some of the... There was a, uh, Joey had to veto some of the things that I said. Yeah. Because they were just a like, little oh. too intense to be... I was like, does this, does this technically like rank as sexual harassment? Oh, Lord. And you were like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you like, can't maybe say leave, that out Maybe loud. leave your phone number off. Yeah, can't, you can't do that. Some of them, pure gold. The subreddit for the whole beginning of this week was just... Pictures of people's pictures that they got, which I, I love it. You know it's a good. You know you've done a good thing when your mm-hmm. subreddit gets to the point where someone has to say, "Can we just put these on one mega thread? Can you stop spamming the subreddit with this?" Mm-hmm. And then someone else just puts another picture up. Yeah. As as a response, you know you've made it in life when just the image of you can be a response to someone's snarky, shitty comment. Actually, it wasn't a snarky, shitty comment. It was like the guy was like, "Let's put this in a thread so we can enjoy them all." But I like to just pretend. But then Reddit doesn't have them like natively in the threads. You have to click the link. I know. Yeah, it's no good. It's not Reddit's funny. one of those very amazing places where you're like, I just, I instantly vibe with you because you're already antiquated. That the, just the everything about it screams 1997 <laughs> BPS, and it's the best. What is this? You put speaking this on of Reddit yeah. over on our subreddit. Um, the kind of funny UK EGX community meetup details are on there. Uh, <clears throat> so if you have any questions, you can contact Cam. He's the OP of the post. Uh, so on Friday, everyone's going to BrewDog, which was, I believe, the place that Tim said he's had his favorite beer of all time. That's the new beer, the new his new the jam. new IPA. Uh, so they have the downtown or the downstairs section, and then Saturday they're doing uh, they're going to do like a meetup for the Pokemon Go Community Day. So that'll be really fun. Well, that sounds fantastic. You can meet at the Birmingham Cathedral. Um, if you are going to EGX, you. Awesome. If you're not going, you can still go to this stuff because it doesn't require a badge. Um, so yeah, contact Cam over on the subreddit if you have any questions or details. Very cool. UK crew is is showing up. We're in all these last we're all UK weeks. now, man. I'll tell you that right now. Like I'm I'm all about UK. I'm all in. I loved London before, but now with London's the with, so awesome with the uh, advent of the Great British Bake Off, mm-hmm. I'm all in. 
They're so cheeky. There was actually one point Mm -hmm. during which uh, one of the people on the show was talking. Mm -hmm. And I turned to my wife and I was like, did you understand anything she said? And she was like, no, but it was so beautifully quaint. Yeah. It was so beautifully quaint. Because there's one of the contestants on season five is like, she's British, but she's also like Siberian. So she has a weird British Russian accent that's just, it kind of comes off like you're speaking Gaelic. It's very weird. That's interesting. But she's good. Also, I already have my fan favorite, by the way. Did you have any idea that there were this many different types of like pastries to bake? No, not only that. Either. But my wife brought up a very good point we were watching. She was like, you wouldn't necessarily, when you think baked goods, you don't necessarily think England. You think pastries, maybe. You think France. France. Uh, But baked goods, I don't really have an expectation that England is going to be good or bad at them. I just don't think. think It's not an association. No, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Before people start jumping down my throat uh, in the Twitch chat or if you're watching this on YouTube in the comments, uh, I like a good biscuit. Mm -hmm. Hold on. I got to get in my fucking nose. My nose. Ah. I love a good biscuit and tea. Uh-huh. But when I call biscuit and coffee, because I mean I don't drink tea. Which are you referring to, the British biscuit or the American biscuit? No. This is what we need to all get on the same page about stuff. This is too confusing. First off, the okay, yes. To clarify, thank you. I, I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Because I don't eat American biscuits. Mm-hmm. American biscuits are more like a muffin, sort of. Are they? Well, they're like a savory muffin. You're talking, when you say biscuit in, in the UK, for, Jesus Christ, that had, I just put so much dirt up my nose. <laughs> but you know what? It's clogging up the sign. It's working. It's fine. It's good. It's good. That was it. We'll call that just a, well, a jury-rigged uh, solution. Um, the biscuit in, in the UK, of course, you're talking about the cookie. Mm-hmm. We, it's what we call a cookie. Yeah. Our biscuits are giant fluffy things that, that we use to sop Buttery up gravy. Goodness. And they're amazing, unless they're oh, done wrong, in which case you want to take Rock them hard. and just curl them through the wall. Just, you know. Like and they would make star. a hole straight through whatever yeah. material that That's, is. I love biscuits until I don't love biscuits in America. Does that make sense? <laughs> no. Well, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, this is going to oh, be good. Like, how many times have you sat, Kevin knows what I'm talking about. You sit down, you're like, this biscuit's going to be so fucking good. And no amount of gravy can make up for the dryness of it. Oh, it's disturbing. Okay. Oh, I love dry biscuits. I hate dry biscuits. The, I feel like the dry biscuits have the same issue as the powdered donuts. They do. You got to get them while they're fresh. If not, they sop up all the moisture in your mouth. All your face moisture goes Why into the biscuit. How do you like that, Kevin? It just feels good. It's like something someone made that's supposed to like yeah, last forever. And you're eating it and you're like, oh man, I could eat this now or I can eat this in two years and it'll be fine. Some part of Kevin <laughs> is like a frontiers person, like a frontiersman. Mm-hmm. Where he just I respect re- that. Yeah, I mean, respect that. Like where you have to have the food where you wrap up in a napkin, yeah, and yeah, it has yeah, to be able yeah. to last you for like six months. So like yeah, beef yes. jerky, dry biscuits, seeds, oh, any something sort of that's seed. pickled. Any, yeah, some oh, sort of. Oh, I love pickled stuff. Oh, I like pickled stuff too. <laughs> Which makes sense because Kevin has an MRE in the other room that he's very excited to eat at some point. Someday. Voluntarily. But that Why? came with like a game pack, right? Yeah, oh, didn't that fun. come with something? But so I still don't understand. MRE. But I don't understand like. You don't have, there's way better things that you could eat. Yeah, but one day I'm going to come in here, it's going to be like 3 in the morning, and I'll be like, I need something of substance, and we're not going to, all we're going to have is like cookies and stuff, and I'll be like, I already ate too many cookies. I want to eat this weird taco mix spaghetti thing. I just feel like that's going to make you shit your pants. <laughs> no, dude, that's, I just you've got like a weak stomach, Nick. I, I have a normal stomach where I just... I don't know. All right, let's move on. Uh, it's tip time. 
If you want to tip us at the five dollar above level, we will take those tips. We will read those comments. If you want to, uh, if you have some cheers accumulated, however the fuck Twitch accumulates cheers, we will take uh, comments at the five hundred cheer or above. Yesterday we got a complaint because someone gave us what they thought was a ten dollars ten dollars worth of cheers, and it came in at three hundred cheers. It was weird. Well, you have to buy the cheers. You can earn from them Twitch, too, right? Yes, but not in the quantity that I think it's like five bits at a time or five cheers or whatever. And then you have to then then you can allocate those accordingly. So I wonder if he bought the ten dollars worth and then just didn't give them all to us. It's possible. It's po- I mean, let's let's be perfectly honest. Ninety nine percent of the world's problems are user error. So that's yeah. a possibility that that's the case. Um, who knows? No one knows. Uh, Robin Gio has given us a tip. Thank God. Robin Gio was gone for a very long time, uh, during which we missed out on our daily uh, Swedish king pictures. So he has given us yet another one. Let's see him. <laughs> God, he's a beautiful man. God, he is <laughs> such a beautiful man. He looks a little like a, a scared ostrich. Does he not? He, does. he looks like he's just been caught off guard. Yeah, always. I thought that was Jim Broadbent for a second. <laughs> no, no, this is the Broadbent the, could play him in a heartbeat. <laughs> this is the king of Sweden, who is a man that I, 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 my life goal is to meet him one day and just hang out with him. Because doesn't he look like he's fun to hang out with? Like, tell me he's not like this. Great, we're down for the day. Let's go directly to the pub and let's just get fucking smashed. And I'm going to tell you stories about how, like, I've had people killed. You're like, all right, cool, let's go. It's going to be fun. <laughs> okay, so I've been on the show a lot in these past few weeks. Uh... I still don't know where your love affair with this man's, like, how did, what's the uh, you beginning missed, of this? Like, uh, there's been lots and lots of photos of him, and in a lot of them he's, like, holding a gun and smiling, and uh, but, like, in a ridiculous outfit where you're like, what royal person would choose to wear that outfit? Yeah. And he just looks like, you know, he's... Having the most fun ever being king. But how he did looks you like find a, him? Because Robin GL tips us every day and gives us our daily Swedish king picture. Got it. He was like, Robin if you GL think, from Sweden? Yeah. Yes, oh, so he was like, if you think, I, I forget how it came up, but I was like, our president's insane. And he was like, you think you're the person who leads your company's cr- crunches crazy? Check this motherfucker out. And the first picture he sent us was like, when you can't, do you have kids? No. No. Like, so it's what I imagine it's like when your kid goes, I'm going to dress myself today. Yeah. And you're like, no. And the kid's like, I will not leave this house unless you let me dress myself. And they're like, fine. And then your kid has to go to school in cowboy boots and a fucking tutu. Mm-hmm. That's what this, that's he's what this guy is. He's the king. But he's the king. He can wear whatever he wants. And he just keeps, like, he has the crazy eyes where he's like, I'm just having a great time. Like, no one can stop me. I'm the king. And I got to be honest with you, I vibe with that energy. Because yeah, I, mean, I am the king of my own life. Yeah. Nobody can stop me from wearing whatever I want unless that person is my wife or any of you who shame me in this office. Yeah, and D, D just throws things away. No, D just, uh, yeah, I'll just be like this. Like I told you, our methodology for how I The hangers. The hangers. It's a great, great idea. Have I told you this? I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Because now. we have, you, you guys get a lot of swag, right? People just send you sure. shirts and shit yeah, yeah. all the time, right? And you're like, I kind of like this. But I'm always lukewarm on 90% of them. But I'll bring them home. My wife got so tired of me just crowding the my like I would just stuff them in my that she finally was like this. We're only having I'm only allotting a limited number of hangers in the house. So if you want a shirt, you got to take another shirt off a hanger and throw it away or donate it. So I and that and the, if you go into my my closet, it is perfectly partitioned hangers. And that is it. it. Like they're perfectly evenly spaced, color like coordinated. One finger space between them. It's oh, the dream. Yeah, it's kind of like 
too much. She might be a serial killer. Who the hell cares, though? Because <laughs> my, my wardrobe stays fresh. And so that's all that matters. Uh, all right, we'll check back in on tips in a couple seconds. But now it's, we got a lot of great news stories. I'm happy about that. Let's go into them. The news, news, I woke up to this news story today, and mm-hmm. let me tell you, if it, nothing could have got me out of bed. Really? Nothing could have got me out of bed this morning until I saw this. And I was like, huh. I'm coming. I'm coming to talk to Mr. Yasman 300 in the chat <laughs> about this. Carrie Fukunaga to direct James Bond 25, confirmed via The Hollywood Reporter. Oh. Of course, you know James Bond 25 has had a little bit of a tough time finding a director. Danny Boyle was on the project, was rewriting the script was like, fuck this, I'm out, left, left Barbara Broccoli in a little bit of a pickle. She's like, let's bring some other writers Barbara back in. Barbara Broccoli sounds like a fake name. That, that, broccoli that, does, does sound like a fake name, but that's how you say their last name. Uh, left them in a pickle, they brought two more writers in to try to triage <laughs> this, and then finally, uh, they were talking about to a number of directors, and they've settled apparently on Carrie Fukunaga, and if you're asking yourself, hey Nick, yes, the, last man, the man's last name is really fun to say, but what has he worked on? He is the mm-hmm. person who gave us True Detective Season 1. And if you remember correctly, we don't talk about season two in this house. No. But season one was probably top ten best HBO like first seasons ever. Yeah. Ever. Maybe top five. Phenomenal it's real good. show. Which they just took and drove directly into the fucking ground with yeah, season second two. Second season, I was really hot ho- or uh, hyped for. Man, I can't. I'm syllables are hard. Um, he also with, directed a movie called Sid and Ombre, which is really good. Because uh, they had Taylor Kitsch, who I love, Rachel McAdams, Colin Farrell. Great cast. Great Not- cast, but here's, the, here's where you start to get into the minutia of filmmaking. Before I t- finish that statement, uh, uh, Brandon Joes from, uh, from Easy Allies, you, did you have a comment about this? Are you excited about this? I'm excited, yeah. I would right. just, yeah, True Detective season one was amazing. Now here's where you I get double down on your sentiment. I appreciate That's that. So uh, here's where you get into the, into into why a director makes all the difference, right? Why a showrunner, I should say, makes all the difference. He helms the first season, right? It had that specific, it had his his artist trademark on it. We, you know, we got that long shot that was in the middle. It was eerie as fuck. It was yeah. unsettling. He Super nailed the gritty. tone. The casting was great. The dynamic between McConaughey's weird ass, you know, <laughs> character and uh, Woody Harrelson's like aging veteran character was just perfectly nailed. The time jumps were great. Everything was good. So what did they do? to recapture that madness. They brought in the guy that directed Fast and Furious, and they were like, you know nuanced performance. You, are, you know great writing and great dialogue and how to really coax performance right, out right. of Academy you Award winning. You're what? saying a lot of things you what? can't take back. What? You're saying a lot of things you won't be able to take back, I'm just saying. And it's just crazy how that didn't work. I want so badly in the core of myself to disagree with you because you're talking shit about Fast and Furious, but I just can't do it. The fa- the, all kidding aside, the Fast and Furious is a really fun franchise, but it plays fast and loose with a, with anything that would a lot of with suspension everything. of disbelief. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> they're not trying to character develop. They're not they're not worried about their actors. They're, there's as Vin Diesel just says the line, "Good, nailed it. Let's move on. Mm. Let's move on." Um, the fact that they're bringing in this director, yeah, to helm Bond really gets me excited because, as I said over and over again, they really they really need a different fresh angle on Bond. Mm-hmm. They got to bring someone in. Um, they got to bring someone in who can take that series in a very new direction. 
and I think he could do it. I don't think he will do it because I think that they're they're too far along in production on this thing, and this is just a jumbled <clears> mess. Yeah. But it excites me if they were like, "Hey, what would you do with the series?" And they if they give him creative freedom, he can probably do something pretty awesome. Yeah, with this. I'm looking at his IMDb because I'm not super familiar with him, and it also looks like he wrote the screenplay for it. Oh. So, Mr. Yasmin Thrones says, Carrie Fukunaga wrote and directed Beasts of No Nation, which is which I did not see, but I heard was very, very good. Uh, he originally was supposed to direct it. He would have been phenomenal at that as well. He's really good. Really good filmmaker. Hmm. Brandon Jones, are you a big Bond fan? I like Bond. I wouldn't say I'm a big Bond fan, but I'm always down. Uh, GoldenEye is probably my favorite. Good game, good movie. Solid all around. <laughs> Solid media experience. Really anyway, got, got a lot of synergy on that one. Yeah. A lot of synergy on that one. I still think, I don't know how much of it is just like generational of like because of that Pierce Brosnan is like most people around our ages. Your bond, bond. is very much generational. Yeah. Very much generational. Uh, Pierce Brosnan was my bond for a very, like he was the first, well that's not true actually, let me take that back. I, I, Floated around Roger Moore for a while, and just for the oh, longest yeah, time was like, maybe, yeah. I was just like, he's terrible, right? I, for the longest time, I thought he was just the like. I'm like, this is just goofy, and stupid, and dumb, mm-hmm. right? Then you, of course, would catch when I was a kid. This is me being a kid. You would catch uh, Sean Connery's Bond and be like, this is kind of boring, but I understand like he's a little bit more serious with the character. Yeah. Then Timothy Dalton oh, was around there, and you're like, what the fuck is going on with this? They made cool movies, but you're like, I don't. Know, this guy's got such a weird chin. It's too much of a button chin. It's just too much. It's just too goddamn chasmous. the weirdest. And then you get to Pierce Brosnan, and and of course, we were all, I was in high school, I think, when GoldenEye came out. Maybe, yeah, early early high school, and the game came out. It was a revelation. I loved it. Mm -hmm. And then they drove him, his bond, into the ground pretty heavily. Uh, with the world is not enough, yeah, and all, yeah. and the, and then die another day with a, the car and all that's ridiculous. Then of course Daniel Banging Craig comes. Banging Madonna song though, <laughs> for the theme song. No, I mean like day. that's the one thing they really have to be fair, consistently nailed throughout pretty much all the Bond movies is the theme song, yeah. bringing the guest artists to the theme song, and then of course the the guest artists to do uh, the motion graphics and stuff like that. I think it's great, but um, yeah, I mean ultimately. I became a Bond, probably a Bond fan because of Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. Because of Goldeneye, I, it, made oh, yeah. me, it made me want to go back and try to gain an appreciation for the rest of the series. And then, having done so, going back and starting watching Dr. No, all of them really made me gain an appreciation for all the Bonds, including George Lesenby, who uh, was only did one movie. But I really, I do like that movie. I like him as Bond. I like Her Majesty's Secret Service. It's a kind of a bridge between the older Bond movies and the newer like styles of filmmaking. Yeah. So you can see a lot of those older styles mixed with the newer styles of the cinematography. It's actually a really cool movie. Mm. Uh, and then, then, of course, I have a, after reading Roger Moore's biography and just seeing how lovely of a human being he is, I'm like, he's got to be my favorite now. <laughs> I, I, just, I just appreciate his approach to Bond. Because yeah. he was like, look, I've wanted to do Bond since they were casting this, but he was doing the same, of course, and it never worked out. When he finally got it, Pierce Brosnan or excuse me, uh, Sean Connery had done six movies, seven movies, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we've already seen that. I want mine to be fun. I want mine to be gadgets. I want mine to be Seiko watches and Lotuses and like underwater, like all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. I don't want to do the brooding Bonds anymore. And people give him shit, but he's like, it worked. And he was very popular at it. Mm-hmm. And God bless him. But the bouffant hair, man. <laughs> that at was a certain a, point, the hair just got, uh, went. And he just like took one strand and whittled and just like frozen oh. yogurt in it. God bless him. Mr. Yasmin in the chat said, Carrie Fukunaga also has the new TV show for Netflix called Maniac with Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Thank you for putting those together for me. I saw the name on the list, didn't put together what it was. 
that also looks like pretty crazy. He he's a badass, and he's got a great and he picks good projects. Yeah, and you, and he's got a great he, either his management team or maybe his instincts are just like very good for like no nah, let's go over this way let's let's steer clear of that which is again why I'm excited he's doing Bond twenty five. Mm-hmm. Also, can we get a fucking title for this movie already? Broccoli. I'm tired of calling it Bond twenty five. Pretty cool though. It's cool, but it's it's just so like sterile. I need something. It's and let's cool. and I'm just saying this. Bring back Adele. That's all I'm saying. I have no rebuttal to that. <laughs> okay. Her Skyfall song was so good. Yeah, yeah. Well then we got Sam Smith for the last one. It was like oh. I don't remember Nobody does. It was just completely <laughs> vanilla. Oh, okay. I like, like he just I like, like Sam Smith. I don't dislike Sam Smith. But they made a lot of errors with Spectre. Mm-hmm. One of which was Skyfall was already that. sort of uh, like a ballad. Yeah. Then they were they should have gone with more of a Chris Cornell. Like this, this style was just off. Mm-hmm. We already had that. Why are you giving us that again? Make it your own. It's like so it's like hey, you've had your fill of Reese's peanut butter cups. Here are a few more. And I never said no to those, but I would consider it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Oh my god. Bring up this next news story, Kevin. This one, I mean, dude, one two punch of get me fucking excited. Bob Iger finally confirms Disney is making fewer Star Wars movies. Thank the Lord and our Savior, George Lucas. Uh, in an no. interview, no? Don't thank George Lucas? No. He's not the right person to thank? No. Well, someone made the right choice here because in an interview with the Hollywood Reporter, Iger took responsibility for the rapid pace in Star Wars film production and called that early stage strategy. A mistake. Now Iger believes the company did, quote, a little too much, too fast. You're not uh, being hard enough on yourself there, Iger. For those of you listening at home, taking a break to just pour out the rest of the good stuff. Man, you are really celebrating today, finishing the bottle. Cannonball. I mean, you've got some two pretty Nick stories on here. Cannonball. We also have two more bottles in the fridge. Quote, you can expect some slowdown, Iger said, but that doesn't mean we're not going to make films. He pointed to J.J. Abrams' continued work on episode 9 and Game of Thrones creators uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss' upcoming Star Wars sagas as examples of films still in the works. Notably, did not mention Ryan Johnson's trilogy coming up, and I'm wondering if we should read into that at all. Or if I just didn't read the whole article, and maybe it was in there somewhere. I'm sure it was. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I just like to... Think that in a world that Bob Iger is just sitting there going like this, that fucking kid, that fucking kid, you know? Are you a Last Jedi fan? Oh, we're getting into it. No, we're not gonna get into it. Yeah, it's just yes or no. A simple. I enjoy it. Okay. I, oh I, shit! I think I think it's uh, I think there are lots of problems with that movie, but if you put it on right now, I would smile through the whole thing, have a great time. Okay. Well, you have a good perspective oh, on it. Man. You have a good perspective safe, on it. Safe answer. You're clearly a well-adjusted human being, adult yeah. human being. <laughs> I am not. I am not. Sadly. Uh, he pointed to those uh, the upcoming Star Wars sagas as examples of films still in the works. This jibe uh, with the this jibes jibes should be jibes with the early, early reports that further anthology films such as the rumored but unannounced Obi Wan film uh, were what got the axe in the wake of Solo. Quote: We are just to the point where we're going to start making decisions about what comes next after Episode Nine. Iger says, but I think we're going to be a little bit more careful about the volume and timing, and the buck stops here on that. So taking responsibility. Of course, he also brings up that uh, John Favreau's got a, uh, a series that's coming to TV planned for Return of the Jedi uh, to bridge the gap between Return of the Jedi and A Force Awakens. 
which I'm like, eh, do we need that gap bridged? Yeah. The gap's been bridged like four times. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's, it's one of those, he points to that and he's like, we're still doing that. But I'm like, that's an example of something we don't need. Well, it's funny. In that my he, opinion, it's funny that he's like, you know, we're going to slow things down. All we got is this huge TV show and two of these trilogies. Just that. Yeah, we got the ninth movie coming that's, out. That's pushing. We're really going to take a gentle approach <laughs> to the future of Star Wars. It's it's unfortunate two because two upcoming trilogies simultaneously. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I get it. They got to make their money. They paid eight hundred bazillion dollars to Lucas, who was four, just like, like ah, 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 like laughing like Skeletor. Um, he's probably rolling over in his grave right now, though. Also not dead. Uh, not dead? Not dead. Uh, good, good for him. Good for George Lucas. I get it, but this, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how you slow down. These are all already in production. My guess is they were like, okay, we were going to work on an Obi-Wan film. We did have these other plans, and we're just going to kind of zhuzh those aside for the time being. Me, personally, I would be 100% happy if two to three years we get a Star Wars film. Like, every, every two, two years we get a Star Wars film. Maybe every three years we get a Star Wars film. Take your time with these. Yeah. Make them special. It's like a toy, not to quote myself from yesterday, but mm-hmm. it's like when you couldn't get that toy when you were a kid, that very special toy that was really well made, and you were like, oh, I really, like, I have the other one, but I need Luke. I've got Vader. And every, you went to every toy store, mm-hmm. and, you, and you finally found it, and you unpackaged it, and it was everything you wanted it to be. And you, it, when you were holding it in your hands, you're like, this articulates the way I want it, and it's perfect. Oh, look, he's got a little lightsaber, and everything's perfect. That's great. You know it's not as fun? When every toy store has four fucking thousand of them, and they all kind of suck. I'm just saying, scarcity is a commodity. I Let's do make them special again. like that they've, at least with like the mainline trilogy, I've put them out a, like a year apart? Two years apart? Two years apart. Two years apart? Right. I like that. Well, yeah, it was, it was. I don't necessarily think that we needed the interstitials. That's what I'm saying. And I think Though that I really did like Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One's fucking great. Rogue One's good. Solo? Not so much. Didn't need to happen. Solo's like when they leave the barbecue sauce off of your double Western bacon cheeseburger, and you're like, this, this is just a double cheeseburger now. You know? You left off the thing that was special about this. Why did I come all the way to the Carl's Jr. to get this? And then you eat the Chris Cut fries, and you're like, this metaphor is gone. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I lost it halfway through. They can't all be gold. It's true. It's true. Uh, what's, your, what's your read on this? I'll give you my read. Give we have me. a very exciting Star Wars uh, release next year that I'm way more excited than any movie or TV show or whatever. What is it? Uh, we have this theme park uh, down in Southern California called Disneyland. Really? I've never heard of it. Yeah. Tell me about and, it. And uh, there is a Star Wars land that is opening next summer. Interesting. It's going to be so great. We got a new ride. We got a new, we got, you know, you can get alcohol at the bar there. Wow. Is there uh, is, is the cantina? so excited? Apparently going to the Falcon, I don't know. I'm like, tended to read up on details because I just, I want this thing so bad. Aren't they, is, I, if I'm correct in, in, in this, this is the uh, the one over in Anaheim, California. Correct, yeah. Is yeah, this, yeah. Are formerly also, Orange Groves, now lots of hotels. Right. The convention center's there. I, I think I've been there once or twice for uh, the prepubescent teen con, uh, VidCon, that's what it's called. Um, <laughs> Dis- are they also doing in this land a land of Avengers, Marvel Z Avengers? Yes. Uh, that so, they're shutting down uh, the Bugs Life area and they're uh, putting that in. Over where, like, there's a Guardians of Galaxy Tower yeah. which took over Twilight Zone. One's right. in Disneyland, one's in mm-hmm. California Adventure. So do yeah. we assume then yeah, the Disney, that. Uh, Star Wars Land's going to be in Disneyland, the Marvel's going to be in California Adventure, which is south. Is it fair to assume so then that the rides in the Marvel Land will be fairly consistently good? 
while the rides in the Star Wars land occasionally will just plummet my fucking hopes and dreams into the goddamn ground. Nick, a lot of rides in Disneyland are super old. All the rides in California Adventure are new as fuck. I also don't think there's enough room in a bug's life to have like any big attraction. I'm just saying if I go on the Star Wars rides and one's amazing because it was made by J.J. Abrams and then the other one right afterward is just the modern day equivalent to It's a Small World. And it makes me halfway through want to just drown myself in that weird water that they have. It smells so interesting. It's, it's like a grease. very uniquely Disneyland oh, yeah. smell, and it I don't know what like it is. It smells like grease. It's a fake smell. They yep. pump that in. The good news is, Nick, the rat ride will be like five minutes long. So okay. if you don't enjoy it two and a half minutes in, you don't have much longer to wait. Okay. Well, unless okay. You, it gets stuck. That would be the most Nick thing ever to like have a breakdown and then you'd be stuck in it for. It's hours. just duel of the fates over and over. <laughs> 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 that is, that is, duel of the fates is like one good thing about Phantom Menace, right? Uh, that's true. That is true. That'd be dope, man. That is true. Also, do you have a do you have a annual pass? I assume. Yeah. So you're gonna be there. The well, first I'm, non-black. I'm not gonna day. be there that first day because yeah. you're not gonna be able to walk. Through that park for at and least five months. And I have a feeling months. they're going to change the blackout calendar. Sure, oh, they're going to change all sorts of crazy stuff. And so much. Yeah, they're going to they're going to push us through like cattle to try yeah. to get in there. And I was and reminiscing the so, other day oh. about old annual pass prices. Like the first year I lived in Southern California, I paid three hundred fifty dollars for mine for like Jesus. the second highest one with parking, and now it's like eight hundred dollars. It's Bonkers. First pass I got uh, was in the 90s, I believe. Oh, my uh, gosh. $110. <gasps> what? For the whole year. Done. One one payment Damn. for a year of Disneyland. My annual bucks. pass generally costs $0. You never had one? Because I, I go to Disneyland roughly once every 10 years. Even when you lived we went to in Disneyland, Irvine, uh, you like didn't? Two years ago. Have one? No. God, no. You live in so Orange, if you live in Orange County, you don't go to Disneyland. That's uh, historically not true at all. You just don't give a shit about the Disneyland. nine years I, I lived in Orange Disneyland County, I had I barely one. went to Disneyland. The only time I ever went to Disneyland on a consistent basis was when I used to work in downtown Disney and get drunk with the bartender, and then we would go over and ride Space Mountain until they kicked us off. <laughs> I want those stories. Story. I'm going to dig for those stories. No. They're, not, they're not great stories. That's, I feel that's like it. That's everybody the I knew in Orange County had annual free. passes. Right. So when it was like raining and no one was there, except for the unfortunate. Where did you work? What store? I worked at uh, the Jazz Kitchen. Okay, nice. Oh, yeah. it's a good restaurant. Ralph yeah. Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. Yeah, I did. They have the good little beignets. They do have really good beignets. And I used to help myself to them a lot until the <laughs> cook was like, get, stop. Get out of here. These are beignets. Uh, yeah, I worked at Downtown Disney. And so you, we got uh, passes. You can get in. It was like we weren't um, actual Disney employees, but we had, they gave us passes that, like, if it was, I guess, acceptable, we could go in or whatever. So on rainy days when we'd get cut early, we'd just get, we'd slam a couple back and then take the monorail into the park and just, just be rapscallions. Like, just. You were those people. We were just those guys. Hey, you guys go to Disney a lot. How early are you supposed to, like, let's say I want to have a dinner at the Blue Bayou. How early am I supposed to fucking reserve something? You do that morning. You do it in really? the drive over. I think you do it online. Yeah, you just call online. I, like know. online. I'm, I'm going this weekend. Uh, yeah. I, buddy's getting married there. Uh, and like. Weekends I, are harder. Yeah, I was like, okay, Saturday. I got like four days. This was a couple days ago. I was like, I'll, I'll uh, reserve something. Sold out. Like it's, it's booked out. Oh, really? Until like fucking November. It's absurd. You could walk up day of, though. I'm going to try that, but like, I, in my experience, that hasn't worked really well. Gordo Lotto says, online reserve, Kev. No, I, I understand that. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Kev, Kev, do it right now, Kev. Get on it right now. We'll wait. 
Look it up, Kevboy. Uh, let's bring up this next news story. Joe, you threw this on here. I did. What is it? I... Uh, this is the teaser trailer. You just play it. It's not working. You're traveling to another dimension. Oh shit, we should get cool, Greg. A dimension not only of sight and sound, okay. but of mind. But of mind. A journey into a wondrous land, land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Illif. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. You have no idea how happy this would make him. Nothing. But it's super on crazy. CBS All Access. Yeah, I know. Your discovery's the... good. Don't. Oh no. You did yeah. it. Yeah. That's right. Get yeah. ready. I wouldn't know whether or well, not right. Star Trek Discovery is good. Okay, okay. Because I you can separate the conversation between how good a show is and how bad a platform is. I refuse to subscribe to yet another streaming platform. Right. So I have been waging a silent war against CBS All Access since they announced that I love Star Trek. I was Jack. Michelle Yeoh, come on, son. Super Cop 2, Super Cop 3, which are one she was in? Yeah. Crash Out Your Hidden Dragon? Another Bond movie that I can't remember right now, but she was in that. Never dies. That's it. I'm in. Let's go. What channel is it on? How can I DVR this? Is it coming to the popular streaming platform Netflix that everyone owns? Wouldn't that be great? Only no. in Canada. CBS All <laughs> Access. Oh, no, 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 of course, yeah. We get reports, of course, in foreign countries. Oh, Nick, I can watch it on Netflix. Because apparently CBS fucking hates America, and they hate us, and they just want our stupid money. So that last part is true. <laughs> I'm, 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 uh, I'm traveling to South America at the end of the year. So I'm waiting because I've confirmed via my, my sources in Chile that uh, I'm not going to Chile, but my sources in Chile, which is as close as I can get because we don't have any Argentinian fans, that you can, in fact, get once you travel and your IP address is in another country. I will watch all of Star Trek Discovery on Netflix. I will come back and then we will review it then. So I'll call you for that. I just hope you lost that one Argent Argentinian fan who's like, well, fuck, just closes his I said that all the People get pissed. I was like, oh, we only got what? There's two of us, motherfucker. I'm never yeah. watching this show again. I was like, you'll be back. I have a question. How much did picking your vacation location come down to if you would be able to watch that somewhere? Um, like you were it like, did not. Okay. It did not. It's just, I, I'm trumping this up. It is just hilarious that... Like, I'll go to other countries, and all of a sudden, my queue, all these things pop up on it that I had, yeah. I had queued up prior, and they're just not there anymore. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm excited to watch Elementary again. Love that show. Okay. Johnny Lee Miller, mm -hmm. fantastic actor. Loved him in Hackers. Uh, people are saying, just VPN in. You guys are giving me way too much credit. Way too much credit. Way too much credit. Way. You think I'm going to go and VPN in also, to another country? That's a service he has to pay for, then. So, at that point, you <laughs> might as well just... For there you go, Kevin. Now, I got. I have something that other people don't. Okay, maybe you millennials don't understand this. I've got something that was instilled upon me in the 80s. We had four channels to watch, and one of them didn't come through that well. I got patience, okay? <laughs> I got patience. I will sit and stare at a wall for three hours if I have to. It's true. We've seen him do it. Yeah, at the airport. How excited are you for the uh, Twilight Zone? I am very excited. Love the Twilight Zone. You a Twilight Zone fan? Yeah. I'm a fan of the original show, and I'm just always a little nervous when they're trying to recapture something. Am I excited about this because it's going to be like the old show, or am I excited because it's going to be different? Uh, um, I go back and forth. Forrest Whitaker did, did, already did a reboot yeah. like, a ways back. And was that, that wasn't bad, Not though. fairly memorable. I did not I don't watch it at all, but I don't think yeah. it passed one season. I remember I the one episode where the, it, it was like a reality show where the daughter got kidnapped. 
and um, like the dad was trying to hunt down. Was that not it? No one I have no idea what you're this? talking about. And at the end, it was like the mom that had planned everything. Well, spoilers, dude. Now, well, now I'm definitely yeah, nobody's, nobody's gonna watch it. Nobody's gonna watch it. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a pretty good fit for it, based on Get Out and what I've seen for his new movie. I feel like out of a lot of different people that could have picked it up, I have a lot of faith in him. So I'm well, it's also an anthology through. series, so presumably they're going to bring in people to yeah. direct each episode that are going to be fun and, ha- and and write. You know, I'm sure they'll have a lot of fun stacking the deck in their favor with with great creators. Yeah. So it'll be. I mean, that's kind of the original Twilight Zone, right? Which is exactly. they get these amazing guest stars and like Burgess Meredith would be in it. You're oh, like, so dude, that's amazing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. It could be really cool. I'm not a huge fan of the anthology horror or sci-fi series in general. I could not get into uh, with Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Oh. Really? It. Oh, it's oh. so good. It's so well, that's good. that's just it. It's Black Mirror so good. It's like, you know, isn't that we, kind we of the Twilight Zone? Examples yeah. Of these. Yeah. So I'm just curious where just, an announcement like this isn't enough to get me like super excited. I, I, yeah. I need to. I need, I need I need some cast. I need, you need some more writers. like I need concrete. Some, yeah, some details. premises of some of the episodes. And I was talking to Cool Greg, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, what? Black Mirror is essentially the same show. Like, why, why are you so excited?" And he's like, "Honestly, I just really love the intro. That's why I felt like this trailer was perfect." For yeah. I feel like theme gonna sound like I wonder. Probably the same. I hope. I hope if they're smart, they'll do. That'll be the intro. It'll just look like a cool updated version of that. They'll still do black and white. Call it a day. I think with uh, this version of the Twilight Zone, we'll get less because Black Mirror is so technology focused. I think we'll they'll go in a totally different direction. Yeah, well, I mean that's obviously why Black Mirror is so popular right now, right? Because yeah. it's really touching a nerve with everyone that's glued to their phone. Yeah, and it's really it's it's amazing. Like every episode I've watched so far is a great commentary on technology. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah, let's go freaky. With it. Let's go freaky deaky. With I'm really, it. I yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see what kind of tone this new one takes. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Uh, we're getting a little long, but I do want to get to the final news story. Uh, Kevin, before we pull this, pull this up, we need Marvel Studios expert and our chief comic book expert, uh, Tim Geddes, to come tell us what the hell we're looking at here. Can Tim! We grab Tim! 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 Oh, he's coming. I think he hears this. I think he hears this. But I think he's coming. It's way more fun if we just yell until he's actually. No, I know. I can't, but when so Blair was fun. here, were you here when Blair was here? Yeah. We had Blair Hurd on the show. And he was like, you guys just scream for each other? Like, that's how you do it. And Tim, I, Tim Gettys, ladies and gentlemen, back from London, back from the deck. Okay, this is so weird. I was literally just talking to somebody about this shirt, and I couldn't find it's a picture shirt. of you wearing it. And I was like, I almost want to ask Tim to wear it tomorrow, and then you show up in it. This is blowing my mind. Oh, there you shit. go. Now, so Hearing t- Kevin wail my name is like... Hey, Joey wailed it, too. It's, not, it's man, yeah, so many emotions. We'll see how None many... of them are positive. Yeah, All right, are we going to do the big topic graphic? Go for it. It's 11.50 and we're getting to the big topic. Now. Yeah, we're, we're going to be fine. What is the, what's going on with, well, he's here. Our guest is he's here. Like, he's enjoying the yeah, show. Yeah, there you go. I'm in yeah. the wings. Yeah. Uh, we offered to put him on the set, but he was like, I don't know if I'm going to hang out the whole time. I was like, okay. That you is not you. a conversation that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, didn't I say you that? You questioned my I endurance. Yeah. You said we thought four shows would be too many shows. I did say that. Yeah, that I, is too I, I question. I mean, it it's a me. lot of shows. I don't like it doing is. that many. I don't like doing. We have a, right. we have it's a two house, show you know? rule here. We right. do. Right. Right. It's like people can only be on two shows, and it's not three is necessary. But it's, it's happening a lot, though. The thing is, this three is one show too many. If you if you start pushing into four, you get Krabby Bob syndrome, where people go are start being snippy pippies, and it's like, did you just get snippy with me? 
Well, and then you go like this, and you go, on. you've done too many podcasts. That's why. <laughs> Tim, yes. what the hell is going on with this picture? End game. No, dude, there's no way that this is an E. Can you, there's can, an N here. Did you see the... Yeah, I did. Can you, can you, click, on the, can you click on the full screen of this? You just click into the picture? Okay. You think it's end game? No, I just think, think the Avengers? title... I think the title of the movie is going to be end game. I'm entirely... I, but it, but there's yeah, two A's. Yeah, Avengers Assemble? You don't think it's Avengers Assemble? See, I really hope it's not. And I don't think it can be because in Europe that was the name of the first movie. Oh. Oh, they I fucked that up. Do you yeah, know what it is? Wait, no, Europe's fucking Europe, everything up. Can't they That's just, why you can't call Europe it the Bake Off. Change it again. Just call it Avengers. Assemble whatever. again. Yeah. I guess. It could assemble. really assemble. It could be assemble again. There's two uh, ways. Should I look down to see? Because there. The is... comments are very funny. The comments yeah. are hilarious on this. If you guys aren't familiar, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah. Shrek. Uh, we got this a- is the one that got That's me. That's the one that got me. Aaron a- got me. Uh, if you guys are, I'm sorry, I forgot to set this up. This is the, one of the Russo brothers tweeted out a picture that's very cryptic, and we're trying to decipher it right now. What is that thing? Uh, that's just an engine that was in the background. I, I think they're just like, oh, look, it's the same one. Okay. It's got to mean something. That's from Infinity War. Yeah. Now, what, now, what about the markers that are sitting on the back there? Because those are letters, and they don't normally do that. No, they're not. sitting on the back of what? Do you see the back markers there? No, that one's a, there's a like T, a T. There's an A. There's an X. You're right. That's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing. Austin? That's absolutely nothing. <laughs> but, yeah, so th- these are a bunch of fucking jokes and shit. But, like, people have been doing more serious ones as well. And hats. I love that. That was my favorite. Go back up. Ah! <laughs> it's just a bunch of A's. That's good. Um, but they, someone said Avengers Forever has been, like, a rumored title. And the Russo brothers were like, or one of them, was like, no. But it's close. So a lot of people are like, oh, it could be Avengers Eternal, because there was there's the A and E very clear on the side. Mm-hmm. On Look the right at, okay, side. first off, it, that's actually not a bad title. But this is ridiculous. The E, yeah, but the G, what there's no G there. Yeah, there's no <laughs> G. There. They were like, well, this, I guess it's G. There's a better end game than this. Okay. That that in, incorporates now it's not that. And <laughs> 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 Oh man! Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh Christ! Um, but there's one Endgame that I'm like, oh, that actually kind of looks like it. Um, then there's other a bunch of other ones that do make sense, but yeah, no, there's there's one that the Endgame is actually like in a horizontal line, and it incorporates the the marks on the back. Huh. Um, uh-huh. but I, I think the name of the movie's Endgame. You think it's Endgame? It, it makes the most sense. I've rewatched Infinity War. A couple days ago on the flight back from London, and like, man, they say Endgame a lot. Endgame is a great title. Yeah, they would be so dumb not to use that. It's I such agree. a it's such a cool, perfectly. It's a perfect title. They're yeah. gonna have to call it that. After Earth. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, Either way, I'm. Yeah, the rumored things. There's Avengers Assemble, uh-huh. Avengers Eternal, Avengers Forever, uh, Avengers Endgame. Endgame's a dope title. Take it from me. Okay. Okay. It's dope. Nick knows dope. I know dope. Nick knows dope. I work with Cool Greg and Tim Geddes, so True. I know dope. True. That's how it works. All right. True, true. We got to wrap this show up. Okay. Let's Thank you, it. Tim. Tim Geddes. Thank you. <laughs> My expert opinion. Um... All right, uh, before we get into the tips, PSL love you, all that stuff, uh, we do have two beautiful sponsors of this show, and I'd like to talk to you about that right now. Uh, Slack is our first sponsor. Thanks to Slack for supporting Kind of Funny Morning Show. Slack is a collaboration hub for work, whatever work you do. With Slack, the right people in your team are kept in the loop. 
and the information they need is always at their fingertips with mobile apps for iOS and Android that sync seamlessly. You can always pick up where you left off no matter where you are. Teamwork on Slack happens in channels, letting you organize conversations and information around projects, offices, and teams. And because everything you need to work to make work uh, happens in one place, it's faster and easier to get things done. We can attest to this. I Slack myself all the stories every morning when I'm mm-hmm. at Starbucks waiting for coffee. I just notes to myself. Teamwork yep. on Slap also works really well, I found. Slap? Yeah. Did I say Slap? But I, I find that works sometimes. It's a good that's, motivator. That's fair. Uh, you mean uh, threatening people with physical violence? No, that's it's just op- going straight to the physical violence. Gotcha, okay. No uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, Slack's not about that. What they are about is also uh, is connecting you with the tools and services in one easy-to-use app with real-time messaging, video calls, group file sharing, drag-and-drop file sharing, and searchable archives that work with all the apps you already use, like Jira, Salesforce, Zendesk, and Google Drive. With Slack, your team is better connected. Slack. More work happens. Learn more at slack.com. That's slack.com. Our next sponsor is Simply Safe. Here's why we're big fans of Simply Safe here. Kind of funny. Simply Safe is ready for anything that gets thrown at you. If a storm takes out your power, Simply Safe is ready. An intruder cuts your phone line, Simply Safe is ready. Say they destroy your keypad or siren, Simply Safe will, will still get you the help you need. Sure, maybe it's overkill. Maybe you don't need to be ready for, for every worst case scenario. Maybe that's what makes Simply Safe. But, excuse me, that's not maybe, that's a definitive, but that's what makes Simply Safe's home security great, so great, it's always ready. Simply Safe could cost an arm and a leg, but it doesn't. Instead, they only charge you what's fair. 24-7 professional security monitoring is just $14.99 a month. There's no contracts, no hidden fees. That's why we're recommending Simply Safe to everyone we know. You gotta check it out. Go to simplysafe.com slash morning today. That's simplysafe.com slash morning to protect your home and family. S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash morning. Simplysafe.com slash morning. Make yourself safe. I put that last part in. I don't like it. Really? As a, as a, as a, as a tagline. Yeah. Better safe. Than sorry. Than sorry. That's good better. too. Or sleep safe and sound. Mm. Knowing that I'm outside but I can't get in. Or simply sleep safe. That's a good point. It's a good point. Also true. Uh, all right, let's check back in with tips. Uh, I got the tips pulled up. Go for it. We have one from Panzer G2 that says, Brandon Jones, can you share your thoughts on Speed Racer, the movie, and Chick-fil-A? Nick, maybe it's time to reconsider. Do you have strong feelings we'll about see these what things? Brandon says. Chick-fil-A, I, I didn't really spend a lot of time in, but one opened up very close to my house. I have mm-hmm. enjoyed it several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is tasty. And Speed Racer is fantastic. Oh, yeah, it is. It's so fucking good. Brandon Jones, you should be over Speed here more often. Speed Racer is great. Never a dull moment in that Speed Racer. There's just never, there's never not a thing happening. Listen, I know there was that. Every single frame of that film, some guy at some computer had to just sweat over. <laughs> I, I, I love the spinning heads that go by. The transition. Some announcer just like, oh my God, oh, look no. at that. And he's yeah. rotating in a desk chair. Love it. You're picking all of Nick's favorite parts. Yeah. <laughs> I know that we don't work together and that you run your own team of people, and that you are your own boss, and that you are doing great over at Easy Allies, but you're fired, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna officially fire you from Kinda Funny. You can come is back. Is it just you? Are you a lone wolf here? No, I am definitely, first off, I am definitely yes. not a lone wolf of people who did wolf. not like Speed Racer. That no, movie was wild, widely this. panned by <laughs> most of the world. You guys were all it on drugs when you watched that movie. It came out before time. Are you being real bold? You weren't this bold? Scott Porter was here, well, were you? Scott Porter's in the movie. I know. I'm a shill. I am a shill. I'm clearly not gonna. I'm not gonna insult the man to his face, but I let him know via some subtle face facial movements that I was not a fan of 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 that movie. His work in the movie, great. Not a fan of it though. Not a fan of it. And Nick also doesn't like Chick Fil A. Is that a thing? Yeah, I think it's dry rubbish. Dry rubbish. (sighs) Yeah. 
dry rubbish. Chick Fil A. I'd rather sauce eat the ra- I'd rather eat the wrapping off of, of a McDonald's hamburger. I've seen him. I've seen him doing. Why I've do you say it like that on purpose? He's making fun of the way I say it. On I know. A, on, why do you both say it like that? Have I you ever say had Chick Fil A like, sauce? First off, he says it like that because I said it like that a no, long time bullshit. ago. No bullshit. I say it like that because of uh, what's that movie called? Uh, not Trading Places. The, the second one. Coming to America. Coming to America. Yes, which is what we had this conversation like five years ago. You're like, why do you say McDonald's? I was like, because that's how they say no, it. No, Nick, I've said it like America. that since a little kid. Regardless of who said it Ask first, you him. stole it from me. No, you stole it from me, just like you stole the RX, the last RX bar oh that was God, in the kitchen. Oh God, so good. You motherfucker. It's not don't know December yet. It's too early for the airing of grievances in this office. Guys, just down the block, Whole Foods, we can buy the RX bars in like giant boxes. Yes, we can use our code and get some sort of discount, but... It's too hard. Right now... I like where your head's at. Right now, we can just get We're it. We're going. We're going you to the Whole Foods later. Yes! That's where nice. it is. Uh, all right, Neobytes Live gave us 200 cheers as well. It said, these cheers go to all the Easy Ally fans who are kind of funny fans as well and represent hey! these two communities coming together with some love and respect. Woo! Appreciate that. Neobytes Live, though, apparently just... Refuses to give us the threshold of cheers. Yeah, doesn't well, understand how it works. It. I like it. He's got a good. He's yeah. He's got a good head on his shoulders. <laughs> good heart. Good heart. Uh, Joe, give us the P.S. I love. Do you have that pulled up? Yes. Yeah, so Let's Kevin, can you pull this up for me, please? No, I'm good. P.S. I love this best friend is where you could shout out people doing cool things in the community. I found this on our subreddit, um, and it's my favorite thing. Can we enhance so that people can see? Enhance. Uh, so this was a crew of people that were playing Destiny Two together. Um, and they noticed that they were both in various kind of funny uh, best friend fire teams, clans. I don't really know what Destiny 2 terminology is. So one said, you kicked our ass, GG. I love KF. Keep fucking that chicken, which is a long-standing kind of funny morning show reference. Yep. GG's to you as well. I feel like I felt like Alec Baldwin <laughs> out there all sweaty and bumping into shit, which is another <laughs> Nickism uh, or Andyism. And then the response is, The Departed is a great movie despite the beliefs of some poor souls. A direct shot at one Nick Scarpino. Oh, um, so I just thought that this was really cool because I feel like normally when you get messages after playing some sort of multiplayer game, it's usually like really not great. Um, so I thought this was a fun little thing. That's great. That's great to see. Yeah. So I will say about Captain Geach though, uh, you're wrong, and uh, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Nick but also you doesn't are like the Departed. Brandon Jones, how do you feel with the Departed? Uh, it, it makes me sad. He won for that. Because he's he's made better movies. Wolf of Wall Street being one of them. uh, Goodfellas being one of them. Pretty much every other movie. Goodfellas definitely being one of them. But uh, uh, movie he made that wasn't a part of. I actually, when I would think back, it was a participation. Huber would be very angry at me when I would say this, but I'm like, "Eh, Departed was that great. I rewatched it, and the performances are are are, are really stellar in that. The performances are. Here's the thing. Fuck it. You know what I mean? We're going to talk about this because you're here, and we're going to talk about it. The performances aren't what I had a problem with, and the movie is entertaining. It's. It's not the performances, it's the performances together. It's the tone of the movie that from scene to scene is completely off. It's comical at some points, then intense at some points, then completely farcical at some points, then Reservoir Dogs at the end. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And tonally, I don't like movies that shift that much all around. You look at Wolf of Wall Street, boom, nails it. From start to finish, you know what you're into. We're talking to the camera. We're doing classic Scorsese. It's cocaine in the asshole. It's the money throwing money at FBI agents. And this one, it's one second... For whatever reason, Mark Wahlberg's hilariously talking shit to Leonardo DiCaprio, who's like, I'm in this horrible position, and you're just making fun of me. It doesn't make any sense. Tonally off. I haven't seen tone that bad since the scene with Louis C.K. and frickin' uh, Bradley Cooper in American Hustle, which you're like, like why is this fucking scene in this movie? That's the departed from scene to scene. It doesn't make any sense to me. Again, an enjoyable movie 
just not good, and he should not have won for that. I stand by the fact that he got a participation award that year as an Academy Award. He should have got it the next year or the year, whichever year Wolf of Wall Street came out. They should have just all stood up and handed him the Academy Awards for that movie because he should have gotten it for Goodfellas. Well, Slave won the award that year. It was a good movie. <laughs> all right. <laughs> just keep you informed. It was a good, it's a good movie. Solid film. Let's go over to the chat right now. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, if you have any questions for me, Brandon, or Joey, or Kevin, please key those up in the chat, and we will take those just a few minutes, and then we'll let uh, everyone take a break, and he'll Are be back for Games Daily. There's another tip from Robin GL. Did we go over that one? Did yeah. We? Wasn't that the, wall, the one? I don't think you read it. The Wall of Kevin? Oh, I thought it was the oh, same. Oh, he gave us another one. Nick, have you seen the Swedish ending to Finding Dory? Let's hope it makes it past the Great Wall of Kevin. Is the, is it good, Kev? I'm, I'm watching it now. Okay, Kev, we'll watch that. It's a little that. long. No, it's 21 too long. seconds. It's actually not as long as I thought. All right, let's watch it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that it? God, I hope the f- I hope the the president's in this. He is not. Oh, or the king rather. Uh, I don't know if we should play the music. No, nah, just keep it and muted. You can't even really hear it. All right. Well, do it. I can't, but they probably can. Okay. <laughs> Because that means something else to them. I would assume so. I think that means end. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Out of context, things are funny. Yeah. Man, I love being an American. I love just not knowing anything about other people's cultures <laughs> and just making fun of people for our own ignorance. Oh, my gosh. Uh, damn, Dorius is paying attention to you, too. Uh, let's see. Underpaid Drummer got. says, so y'all just not going to talk about Batman's dick? Uh, you know, we actually talked about that on GOG yesterday. So that'll be in next week's, uh, I think, right? At some point we talked about Batman's dick, right? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it was Gog, the pre-show. It's a lot. We did the pre-show, yeah. Where you just, you're... Are you a comic fan? Oh, yeah. Did you read, did you see Batman Batman's? Fan. Of course. His, his big pillow head? That, like, my wife texted to me, just the headline, and then, like, ten minutes later, I was like, did, did you see it? I'm like, of course, <laughs> what do you think? Did I see it? Of course of I clicked, course on, I clicked that on that link. Right it's, but it's, it's, it's so indicative of, of our culture that people are, oh, we showed half of a penis. It's indicative, all right. You don't. You don't. It's. It's very. <laughs> you wonder why they called him uh, Dick Grayson. No, okay, that's a bad joke. I'm sorry. I just. I apologize. You're better than that, people. You deserve no, better than that. Wasn't that. Funny, Nick. Anyway, it's cool. They drew yeah. a dick. Yeah. Batman's got a dick. His name is Batman. That's cool. I just always assumed he had a dick. Now we've seen it. It's not Ben Affleck's dick and Gone Girl. He's kind of Batman. What's the difference? That's all I'm saying. Were you not what? equally excited when you heard that Ben Affleck's dick was briefly shown? Ben Affleck's dick doesn't get me off. It doesn't get me excited. I, didn't we Google it in the office together? We did. We saw, we, we, I mean, we, for scientific sake, we did. Sure, sure. For, for Purely for science, we Absolutely. did. Absolutely. It wasn't for any, like, sort of latent sexual energy that you and I were sharing at that moment. No, no. I'm sure no. not. It was just because we we're fans of Ben Affleck's work as a director, uh-huh. not as an actor. Some of us like him as an actor. No. Most people don't. Yeah, it's questionable. Well, let's go... All right, you know what, one of these, here's the deal, one of these days I'm going to just do it. I'm just going to do a, a, two videos, one of why Ben Affleck is a great director and a terrible actor, and one of why The Departed is not a good movie. I don't like Ben Affleck as director, everyone. I don't know you're yelling at me. I'm going to take to my internet pulpit, and I'm going to convince everyone that my perspective is the right perspective, Nick's, because film is not subjective. Uh, it's not subjective. Nick, sit down and write it, and I'll have Cool Greg edit together something beautiful. Do it, man, that's no, a great know, idea. Not, you know I have to edit my own, my own shit. I know, but you, you don't. Know me. You don't have. Daddy's got to surf his own wave. You know, I make the wave, I surf it. I can't surf other people's waves. Point break.
Is that a thing? No. Oh, I was like, do I need to read anything point that break? I say a thing? Well, point break, yes, you do, first off. Just in general. Just in general. But do not, I swear to God, Joey. What? I swear to God, if you come I'm in tomorrow. I'm going to watch the new one. Right? If you come, if you fucking watch the new one and you come in tomorrow, tell me you watch the new one instead by accident, but it just happened to be good. <laughs> one of us is eating this controller. Is the new it's one gonna not be good? You, huh? It's terrible. The new one's actually, it's not a good movie, and it has nothing to do with Point Break. Except that one person surfs one time. That's it. They totally missed the concept of the surfing culture and why it applies to these guys robbing banks to begin with. And why Keanu Reeves is the uptight FBI guy and needed them in his life. And how they affected him. Point Break, very nuanced movie. Was it... I showed you the flow chart. Yeah. The, is it Point Break or is it Fast and Furious? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Which, which fucking hilarious. I was like, yeah, yeah, this checks out. <laughs> totally this right. logic is perfect. The only deciding factor is whether or not it has Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel in it. <laughs> God bless Vin Diesel. Uh, Mr. Yasman wants to know, Brandon, do you have any thoughts on Daddy's Home, the movie? Uh, I haven't I've seen the first one. That's pretty funny, actually. I, I enjoyed it. Yes! Brandon, we were, so, we were on such good terms. I haven't seen the terms. second one, though. But, uh, you have... <sighs> I'll tell you one thing right now. From the message, Our right? friendship was so Fair close enough. to over, so close oh, to over. Oh, my back! And you just redeemed yourself. You just you were one hundred ten percent back. But isn't that the way? It just takes one thing to knock it down, and another thing to bring it right. It back really up. is. I can't even remember why we were feuding to begin with. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you Your love of that. Racer. Have you seen the house, by the way? Will Ferrell's the house. No. Amy Poehler, you'll like it. Okay. It's silly. And oh yeah, they, it's on HBO right now. Yeah, they start a casino in their house. It's so it's the stupidest movie, but it's got so many good moments in it. All Nicholas, right. we also haven't talked about the fact that I saw Grace 2 and you didn't come with me, and I'm very sad about it. Aww. You know what? I have no There just up. isn't time. There just isn't. We're out of time, everyone. I love you very much. Thank you so much for joining us on The Morning Show. Thank you to special guest Brandon Jones from Easy Allies. Whee! If you're not familiar with them, go check them out. They're awesome. He'll be on all of our content all day today. If you're a Patreon subscriber on patreon.com slash games, you can watch him live on uh, Gamescast. I will also be on Gamescast today, Ooh. I think, uh, talking some Red Dead. It's going to be a doozy. That one's going to do real well. Uh, Until tomorrow, I love you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Kevin, please cut the feed.